What up, though? This is Pop Culture 223, a podcast where we talk about firearms, the Second Amendment, gear, and the culture. Get it popping with us on this journey. Let's go. Everybody, this is another episode of the Pop Culture 223. We're back in the building. I got the homie the bear on the ones and twos again. What up though? And I got a and I got a special guest for y'all, man. This is a this is a one of my homies. I've been knowing her for a long time. A long, long time. And I got her on here for two reasons. She got a story to tell, so we're gonna get into that. But also because I respect her game, her hustle. She owns a company. Called the Printheads. Okay. Okay. Now the Printheads, they do screen printing, embroidery, clothing brand. If you got a brand or whatever, no, she, need, she, she's, your anyway, then. she's your lady. She's your lady. But what I admired, well, because she she worked in the corporate world and she stopped working in the corporate world mm-hmm. to jump into her own business. Okay. Now, mind you, I was picking up clothes from the crib mm-hmm. on the block. <laughs> she was in the trench in the trap making clothes, and then, then she bought a building. Okay. And she bought a second building within, I want to say, two, three weeks. Making the moves. Okay, she was I making like moves. I like it. I like it so far. She went from couple figures to double figures to triple figures. You know? So she up there, she making. So she kind of like the blueprint then, huh? Man, let me tell you. She okay. got a sturdy tail. tell. She, okay. she definitely, I admire the hustle. Okay. Believe me. So, I, I've been, my mama know her, family know everybody. But okay. she also is family too because uh, her husband, Mike McDougal, um, his father, his his father was my football coach. Gotcha. Um, back in the day for the Broncos, and he 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 bleeds green and gold. So we've been knowing the McDougals and them for a long time. Okay. And it's ironic because his dad, <laughs> Mike's dad, it's like he sells t-shirts at the field. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it's just funny that Mike now sells right. t-shirts. Right. 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 Full circle. So I'm gonna let her introduce herself, and then I'm gonna take it from there. So go ahead. No, no, thank you, thank you so much for that, Kevin. Like you said, I, I feel like I've known you like forever in a day. <laughs> I mean, he knew like like you said, he knew me when I was in the the gutter gutter. So, um, so no, I appreciate that. I always appreciate my day one so much. Uh, so yeah, so I am I'm Jana McDougal, and I am the um, founder and the CEO of the Printheads. Okay. So we specialize in doing uh, embroidery, custom prints, mm-hmm. uh, and we print for people all over the world. You know, okay. it's crazy. We started, you know, I started out with $500 and just a dream. And, you know, now here we are and I got a multi-million dollar business. So, you know, the business is going crazy. And, you know, um, I just, you know, give all the credit to God, you know, and just being focused, hard work, and just staying in my lane, you know? That's what's up. Amen, um, amen. Yeah, I want to go it. back say, say wait, CEO wait, wait. and what else? She's a black woman CEO of her own company. Hell yeah. yeah. And, and hey, I'm about to say, we don't got the class, but... She get a few shots she go, for that she one, don't do, Yeah, this show's about that titty-titty bang-bang. We get, do, we do shots. shots for that, man. That's for sure. Ooh, so how, what, what did you do in the corporate world? What, what was the... Yeah, shoot, the corporate world, it seemed like that was a lifetime ago, really, you know. <laughs> um, but, no, I used to be an um, investment executive. I was a stockbroker. Right. I did the stocks, the bonds, okay. the mutual funds. You okay. know, I was uh, managing money and, you know, just helping people create wealth just, you know, across the board. 
You still, you still know how to do that? I still I mean, know how to do it. I don't. I, I do it for myself. I don't practice for anybody else, but I do it for myself. I, I might need a couple tips here. <laughs> hey, I told you she multifaceted, bro. This is a triple threat up. over here. That's what's up. And a mom, there and a go. wife, yeah. and a kid. There you go. That's what's up. Yeah, so that's that's my corporate story. You know what? And then I had um I got to a place where I just, I wasn't happy. You know, I wasn't feeling it. And I mean, wasn't happy is probably an understatement. I think I was probably more so just depressed. I would be in work every day. I'd be crying. I'd be like, okay, you know, I'm in my office door closed before a client come, and I'm like, what am I doing? And um, you know, I had got this um one of my homegirls, she was like, you know, I had a dream about you last night and um Something just telling me to tell you to step out and step up. And I'm like, Oof, okay, step out and step up. All right, that's mm. scary. So then, you know, we always looking for excuses, you know, mm. uh, for reasons not to do the right. big thing. Right. And so I talked to my husband, Mike, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm thinking about just kind of walking away and just start my own thing. Now, y'all was really expecting him to say, no, we can't do that right now. Right. You know, no. And he was like, do it. And I was like, well, shoot, now I really got to do it now. Like, right. you know, okay, right. I done talked all of this stuff. I got to back it up. Right. So I was like, all right, I'm about to do it. So I'm like, if I can work hard for them, you know, let me see what I can do for myself. At there the end go. of the day, you know, if I fail, then I fail. And I just go right back into what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I had a degree. I had experience. And so, you mm-hmm. know, I could fall right back into it. But if I didn't try, you know, that was the thing that would have got me. You never know until you try. Right. Mm-hmm. That, you'd have been, been like, what if I would have? What if I right. would have? But so right. many of us is in that. In that boat. In that boat. Like, I need to try something else to do something else because mm-hmm. I'll be there, too. I'm like, man, I get tired of coming here working hard mm-hmm. and only getting these little pennies. If I right. know if I'm out here working hard for myself or grinding myself, mm-hmm. I appreciate it more. And then, you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? And then, you know, it'll just come back. Oh, yeah. So that's what I admire about her hustle, bro. When I'm talking about she was... She grinding it mm-hmm. all the way up. I'm, like, I'm literally like she had a at the crib, had a building, <laughs> then had another building. I'm like, wait a minute. That's how you do it, man. She like, Kev, you should just jump in and start screaming. <laughs> she didn't even, you know, some people don't like, don't support or say what, jump in this business because mm-hmm. they don't want the competition. Right. She was like, no, get in it. Mm-hmm. Do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we'll talk later. Help me with something, because I got something to, yeah. You got something? You know, I found the craziest thing, though, y'all, is like, you know, it wasn't really the fear of failing. You know, for me, it was Mm -hmm. more so the fear of succeeding. It's like, you know, everybody is... Everybody is comfortable and used to failing. You know, right. if I would, if if it didn't work out, I would have got pats on the back. It's okay, Jay. It's all good. Right. You know, whatever. You tried. You, tried, yeah, you yeah. know, and so we're used to that, and that's okay. Right. It's just now, what if it works? Now, what do I do? Right. You know, that was a scary part for me. But then also, you had a a great man that had a great leader that he, you know, his father, Mike. Mm-hmm. So he supported you. Right. So that love and support made you feel like I can get this done. The support is always that black. Well. That black love, that black mm-hmm. Alexson told look, my wife said, hey, I got you, boo. Don't worry mm-hmm. about this. Mm-hmm. Take care what you got to take her. Come back. She had a degree. She was in the mm-hmm. business world. So she had another avenue. Right. Just in case that, you know, didn't didn't yeah. work. But it did. So it is, triple man. times fold. Yeah, it is, man. Amen, you know, amen. Got to get a shout outs, man. You know. Hey, but let me ask you this. So look. You, so the the business was, did it win award? Yeah, so we had, we were nominated as best of the, best of the best for Detroit Free Press. Okay. And so we, um, I mean, number one, I didn't even realize that we were up for the nomination. And so the fact that, you know, everybody just came out and they voted and they put us into the number one spot. I mean, right it's there, that's, that is just, that's just, just mind blowing to me, you know, mm-hmm. just to be, 
like literally when I, you know, and 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 I could see, I can visualize it, and I know Kevin, he can visualize it himself because mm-hmm. literally he was on my porch, literally <laughs> picking up boxes of stuff. You know, the baby's that I was right just, there, like hey, I know, baby. I the baby's like hey, I'm like what up, dog? I'm just grabbing you know, the bag, I'm, I'm going, I'm getting the bag, and I'm out. You know, so that 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 was it. You know, and so just to really see how things evolve, and you know, mm-hmm. and and really just for. Um, you know, just to be inspired, you know, just to continue to encourage myself and inspire myself for what's next, you know, mm-hmm. because I didn't see this coming. So right. who knows what's next, you right. know? So I'm 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 just I'm I'm on, I'm excited about that. That's hey, I up. seen her, I was like, hey, I think she was also on Forbes, black uh entrepreneur list. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Speak that. Speak it into existence, <laughs> you know? put it in the universe. Couple millionaires, man. you know, <laughs> magazine and yeah. all that. But yeah, I used to go up there, man, grab my stuff, and I'd be like checking her, like, you all right? Because, you know, she'd be in there by herself mm-hmm. with the babies on the tablet, right. little baby sleep on the couch. Right. I'm like, you good? Yeah. Like, you good up here, but right. you good? Like, right. I'll like, get my stuff, like, you good? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, I'm good. You know, people coming in, and I'm just like, right. all right, you know. Right. So I'm checking. Right. You know, I'm grabbing stuff, but I'm right. checking. Right. You know what I'm saying? Gotta so look out for your people. Yeah, you know, any black woman I'm going to look out for. I don't care yeah. if I don't got to know you. I'm there because right. I, I already know what the situation is. Exactly. Um, you know we know. Yeah, definitely. But um, th- this is, we going to this other topic she want to talk about. And I definitely wanted to get this information out because I seen it on um her her IG and her, her stories. Mm-hmm. But I, I kept getting in like bits and pieces. But I, I was reading something, and this is crazy. On June 2nd in Colorado, okay. um, and this is going to go into like some, you know, the topic that she, another topic of a background or something she's involved in right now. Okay. Um, on June 2nd, a father, I don't know, uh, well, he might not have seen it, in, in Colorado, was abducted, right? Mm-hmm. A father was? A father was abducted from his job. Damn. He sent a text to his wife and said, I've been abducted, you know, call the police and call 911, whatever, whatever. Mm. Um, what wound up happening is <clears throat> that the guy that abducted, I guess he might have been going through some situational issues. So he wound up killing, killing, the, killing the father, mm. and then killing himself. Damn. But the the crazy thing about it was he was abducted or whatever, snatched, kidnapped. He showed pictures of the abductor that like he was sitting next to him. So he showed pictures of that, mm. and then. He also was sending text to the police. You know, he was communicating, letting right. them know, like, look, this is where I'm right. at. This is what's going on. Mm-hmm. But nobody helped the lady out respond until he got killed until because they heard the, the shot to after yeah. the facts. Mm. And I'm just like, look, is 911 a joke? Like, mm. they say they're here to protect, but it's like an after fact. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm going to call you and see. Regardless, okay, I know right. you could be in a situation where it's not a lot of police officers or you spread thin. But, like, we were talking with Dre, so you got an alley-oop here. Like, mm-hmm. my husband's in the crowd with this dude. Right. He don't know. Can we send right. help? Now, right. we're talking about in Colorado, not to say that if that happened in Detroit, in an urban more area, right. would they respond different? Right. Like, we don't know that. Right. right? But it's just like, I was just thinking, I was reading it because it came up on this on this text feed. I mean, I was just like, man, it's 911 a joke. Mm. Like, bro, if I call 911 to help me out to say, this is happening, my brother here, there, there. And y'all don't get to, to after, you know, he shot or killed, maybe the time, you know, they, they were trying to respond or couldn't. Right. Damn. Right. I call help because this is what y'all told me to do. Mm-hmm. But then now here's the fact y'all responded after the fact. See, man, and that's just before we get fully deep into it, but that's why, you know, I know both of us feel this way that 
it's important for us to be our own first responder, you know, in, in all facets of, of the whole thing. Because not saying that something like that still can't happen, but it's just still having the tools and the knowledge to be better at making it not happen. You know what I mean? If you, anytime you train for it to make that situation not be relevant to you, mm-hmm. I think is what's best. And I, I'm, I'm an advocate. You know, you know, we talk about it. You know, that everybody be trained up. You know, even if you afraid of guns, it don't have to be with just guns. You know, just in period of situation awareness. You know, things like that, and how to use and do and other tools and how to use. You know, a pen as a weapon if need be, or you know, your hands, whatever it may be. But just having that, you know, awareness to everything. I as think well. it's look to to me, and I'm just gonna throw all the tools out. Like anything you can use to help you defend yourself is cool. I think we got to come to the realization, the mindset, like, look. That's what I'm saying. You got to be, regardless, I'm using my hands, you got to be willing Mm -hmm. to not be the victim, regardless of the situation. Like, if you're going, if we're going, if you're going, if you're going, I'm not going to get in the car with you Mm -hmm. to drive somewhere for you to kill me off site. Right. You're going to do it right here. Right. You're going to have to be bold enough. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting in the trunk. I'm not getting in the back seat. Right. We're going to have to be bold enough to take me right here. And, and I, this and is what, what it saying, is. The mindset with the situation. Work, it got to yeah. be switched. Like, yeah. look, I got to get home to my kids. Yeah. I got to do whatever, whatever, whatever I got to do. You're going to take me right here. Right. It just is what it is. Right. I'm not going on a ride with you. Right. He got in the car, not saying whatever. He he probably could have thought he could have talked the guy out of the yeah, situation. Yeah, we, we don't know the circumstances. We don't know the situation. And, and that's why I'm giving the broad, you know, spectrum of, or the, you know, the brush stroke or however it said, you know, the, about that. But yeah. But, I but agree. it just happened. It's just crazy because. You know the topic we're gonna talk about today, right. and then I, it came through the little text feed. I was like, "Dude, is it, uh, uh, he got abducted in the car." Yeah. Send word to nine one one. This is where I'm at, and they couldn't respond or didn't respond in the mm-hmm. time manner, whatever. We don't. I don't know all details. It's still right. an ongoing investigation. Right. But um, I was just like, man, like, dude, are they a joke? Not not Jay may <laughs> have another opinion on that. Mm. And Jay, and I want you to talk. I want you to tell the story from the beginning, kind of sorta, and um. Like usually, I had questions mm-hmm. to ask, you know, deeper. But I just think I want you to tell the story, and then Bear, we'll just jump in and ask questions. You know, yeah. I kind of, kind of, you yeah. know, filled you in a little bit yeah. um, about it, and then you know, I got some questions to ask. But just, just go ahead and and, and hit the story yeah. um, about what happened to your sister, and this was in D.C., right? Yep, yep, yep. What yep. this was a year ago? Yep, a year ago. Yep, March of uh, 2022. So, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. You know, we, we, we just opened up everything talking about just, you know, just a brief little bio about me. And that is just kind of how my brand has, that's how it's been up to, up to March, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then my identity shifted um, because I just had this complete traumatic event that happened. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, I, I still feel like I'm like walking in some type of a movie. You know, it just doesn't seem for real. But um, back in March of 2022, I uh, got a phone call from my mother. My mother and my sister, they had been talking. It was a Sunday night, I remember. I want to say, um, let me back up. It was February of, uh, February 27th, I want to say, okay. of 2022. My mom and my sister, they were on the phone. And so my sister had just, you know, met someone. She was, um, uh, met this woman in the parking lot of this hotel. And my sister, she was staying in a hotel kind of like an extended stay because she was getting her home remodeled. So mm-hmm. she lived right down the street. She had like a hundred year old house. And so things mm-hmm. just needed to be done. So she was like, let me just stay just about a mile or two away from the house, you know, so I can pop in and out, you know, but this is where I'm going to be. So, you know, she was staying there. So, you know, single woman, she's divorced, you know, it wasn't her week with the kids. So her and her um, ex-husband, they had, you know, um, dual parenting time. So um, she's walking in one evening, met this woman. This woman approached her in the parking lot. 
Parking lot of the hotel. Parking lot of the hotel. And uh, she had a six-month-old child. Mm. And so she's, you know, said to my sister, I'm in a domestic violence situation. I've been put out. Can you please help me? Mm-hmm. It was cold. You know, can you just give us some shelter for the night? Mm-hmm. And so um, my mom was picking up on this conversation. So then I'm kind of like the I'm, I'm big sis slash mom. So, right. you know, my mom calls me like, can you call your sister? Because she is she got some random girl with her. And I don't know what's wrong with her. So I call my sister at that point. I had a conversation. We and that's we probably talked for a good hour. And she was and I'm like, you know, that's that doesn't seem right. Kayla, my sister's you know name was Kayla. Um, that doesn't seem right, Kay, you know, letting somebody in your personal space, you know, mm-hmm. she don't have no family. Is she on drugs? I mean, just what what's going on? You know, right. I just, you know, this just doesn't seem right. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, I just want to help her, Jay. You know, no, you know, it, everything is all good. You know, I just, you know, I can't let this baby just sit out here in the cold. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we t- we talked some more and everything and I got some more information and all of that stuff. And I was like, you know, I said, Kayla, I just I just want you to be safe. And she was like, I got this, Jay. And I said, well, OK. We text again probably until about um, till about midnight. I went on to sleep, and then the next day I woke up and sent a text message, and I didn't hear back, which wasn't abnormal because mm-hmm. at this point now we talk about Monday. Monday is the right. grind for everybody. She up right. and out to work. I'm up and out to work. We, you know, right. we doing our thing. So, um, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday went by. By the following Monday, we got a call from her job. And she worked for the Aspen Institute out in um, D.C. And it's a nonprofit organization there. And she was, like, so dedicated to her job that they're like, okay, she hasn't been here an entire week. What's up? Mm-hmm. So, so much so that they didn't dismiss it. They called to figure out what's happening. So right. they called. Um, we got the phone call that she hadn't been to work in a week. We, at that point, everybody, you know, we're in Michigan. We spring into action. We call and we blowing right. her up. Right. She's not answering the phone. And um, so then, you know, we calling, you know, we were calling some of her friends out there in D.C. And um, we end up getting one of her friends, uh, you know, that was between a three way with me, her, me, my mother and uh, my sister's friend. Um, you know, we're all trying our phone numbers, you know, trying to call. And they answered the phone. They, the, the abductors actually answered the phone, mm. my sister's phone. So they answered my sister's phone. And while they answered this, my sister's phone, they are like, you know, she's. Um, she's in the backseat sleep at this point in time. They're not making it seem like there's a problem. Mm-hmm. She's in the backseat sleep. You know, um, as soon as she wakes up, we'll give her the phone. And we look like, no, you know, it, th- this is my sister's right. phone. Give her the phone right. now. Right. You know, what are, we, you know phone, right? what are we doing? You know, so, you know, then at that point, they're like, you know, well, you know, um, we spent a lot of money, um, uh, you know, buying hotels and all of this stuff. And so, um, you know, she owes us a thousand dollars. And so um, now my sister, it, she had money, you know. It wasn't right. that she didn't have any. She had, she got a, had a whole paycheck coming in. In fact, right. after she died, she had a whole paycheck that was waiting for her, right. you know. So it wasn't like she didn't have anything. Right. And so, um, so you know, they're they're saying that she needed a thousand dollars. But by this point, we're like, okay, it's, it really is a problem. I hear, right. you know, it, right. in, in the background, you can audibly hear. Um, you can hear a baby, uh, you know, like sounds of a baby. Mm-hmm. You can also hear my sister making like moans and groans. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we, you know, at this point, I'm on the phone. I'm like, Kayla, you know, can you hear me? Where are you? Where are you? She happened to get out the words um, 7-Eleven. And then she was like, it was almost like she was very disoriented. And she's mm-hmm. just 7-Eleven is how she, he, she said it. And then I'm like, 7-Eleven? You're a 7-Eleven? And then the phone hung up. Mm. And so, you know, I'm I'm thankful that 
you know, the uh, my sister's friend, she had been recording these the conversation. So we have all of these audio clips, mm. you know, of the abductors and us, you know, them answering the phone for us. So when the phone went went dead from that point, we're like, okay, now we really got a problem. Right. So yep. So let me ask you the question. So this, so a lot of what you was getting from your sister, this was out of the ordinary, off rip, like. Because she was already standing at extended stay because our house was so for them to say, well, we're we didn't spend a lot of money on the hotels. That was a key. That was a right. That's that a was, key right there. That's a key right there. Like, what you mean? She was at one. Why she need to spend money on a bunch of absolutely right. okay. Yeah, why and, she need and, to spend money on a lot of hotels? And was planning on being there for a while, so right. money ain't the issue for that. Money wasn't right? an issue. Yeah. She she was already going. It yeah. wasn't like she was moving out yeah. looking for a new place. Yeah. You know, it was planned for her to be there, so she had money allotted or set aside, and yeah. Right, so that was like that was out of the ordinary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you peeped that right off the beginning because right you knew how your sister that. moved. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You know, so um, you know, just to take a, a, a brief step back before we got to that point. You know, my mother had received earlier that week. You know, the week that we hadn't uh, really corresponded with her. My mom had received a couple of text messages from my sister's phone saying that she needed a couple cash apps. So my mom, uh, mama, what's mama going to do? They're going to send you the cash app, right, right? Right. So, you know, my mom sent her a couple hundred dollars in cash app. You know, again, odd, you know, odd request, but still, you know, the way it was worded, I need right. this real quick, mom, I give it right back to you. Cool. All right. Send it, send it. I guess the money got sent too easy because then immediately filing, oh, I need a couple hundred more. Mm. So my mom, when I say my mom is probably like the nicest person like I've ever met in my life. So she, um, she, sent, it. she sent it, you know. It's mama. What's she, she I would have been like, why? Mama, right? You know, right. I would have been asking more questions. But, you know, she, my mom, she, right. she's like, okay, let me send it. And again, it was sent again too easy. So it was asked a third time. And now at this point, my mom was like, call me. This is weird. You know, like, you know, right. this doesn't sound right. And she didn't receive a phone call. So, you know, she just, again, just thought, okay, well, I'll talk to her later. We, mm -hmm. We'll revisit. So um, so that started to play back in our minds when, you know, we were right in this situation where we knew that she was with some strange people mm -hmm. at the time, not really putting together the pieces that she had quite been abducted. But, you know, it was it, at this point, every, things are just not looking good. So we called the police. Mm -hmm. uh, well, let me back up before we call the police. Uh, so my, my sister's friend, she, you know, tries the phone number again and reaches them and calls them. My mom is on three-way on three at this point. She's just muted. And so they're, you know, they start talking about the $1,000 that my sister owes them. And so by this point, we're like, we'll get you the $1,000. No, no big deal. Just tell us where she is, and then we'll come and pick her up, and then we'll give you the $1,000. And so they gave us an address. Mm -hmm. And so this address that they gave us in D.C., it was right on... Um, it was, um, it, you know, in a popular area where one of the metros are. And, you know, so it should be plenty of cameras and all that stuff. Um, but one of her friends, one of her guy friends, knew of the area because he was, he, he's from there. Mm -hmm. You know, he actually grew up in that, that particular area. So right. we sent him out because he's a big guy. You know, we mm -hmm. didn't want to send the lady friend because, you know, we just right. want to put her in harm's way. Right. So um, we called the police, told them what was going on. Um, my sister's guy friend, he drove out. And drove down the street, actually verified that my sister's car was there, saw people in the car. But the reason he didn't stop is because it was a false address. So it was like almost like a vacant lot and like, mm. you know, two houses on the mm -hmm. other side. And so this address that he that they had given wasn't a real doesn't, address, doesn't right? Doesn't exist, right. Doesn't exist. And so he was like, you know what? I'm not this vibe is off. He said, I he said, I, I'm not gonna stop. You know, we're talking to him if I'm not gonna stop, I'm gonna circle the block and wait for the police to come because I'm gonna wait 
to approach when the police approaches, which mm-hmm. I thought was wise. Right. And so, um, meanwhile. But did he po- know the, I don't know. I, did he know everything was going on? Did he know the 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 level we're at right now? He knows he knew the level that we were at. He knew the level we were at. He just felt I mean, like I, he I was going to be ambushed. It is, it is. Right. Uh, it is. I got you. Yeah. Go yeah. He felt, he, you know, so. Right. I, I get I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Um, so. Ding, ding. Yeah. Bro, pull up on me. <laughs> I got it on me. <laughs> pull up on me. Okay. Yeah. It is. Go ahead. Right. Right. So I know I feel you. But um, so, you know, the police, you know, what they did, and, and to your point, is 911 a joke. And, I, and I'm not here to um, discredit law enforcement. You know, I'm definitely not one of those people. You know, but I just feel like we were we've been failed in so many different ways throughout mm-hmm. this entire process that. I want to, they have to prove to me that they're not a joke at this point, just because of how everything continues to just move forward. So we, um, so, you know, we call the police. The police, I think the first, you know, the first thing that you do is you, you go out there and you investigate, especially when, you know, you're, you understand that this is an abductee type of a situation. Mm-hmm. And um, instead of doing that, they actually called my sister's cell phone. They called, they identified themselves as the police and stated that they were doing a wellness check. Well, my sister wasn't answering the phone. It was the abductors that were answering the phone. They realized the police uh, were calling. They cut the phone off and they left. By the time that my friend, um, that my sister's friend circled the block again, they were already gone. Mm. So um, that's botch, you know, rescue attempt number one uh, that happened. But now, I guess, too, like you said, we don't want to discredit, like, 911. So they probably get a million calls. Who knows if everyone checks out to be what it is at the time. It's just an unfortunate situation that that one was a, was a real, right. real right. tip. Legitimate. legitimate. Not, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But, yeah, I just want to put that in there. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, so they circled the block. That, so we lost 24 hours, you know, from that point. Right. So um, throughout that night, you know, we were still continuously calling, phone just going straight to voicemail. At this point, we've lost contact altogether. Um, what's happening behind the scenes that we didn't quite realize at that time, that night, uh, the police had been called again because in a different neighborhood, in a rough area in D.C., um, there was a woman that was calling complaining about a suspicious car that had been mm. parked right outside her house with the window down and someone in the car arguing. And um, she needed the police to come out and investigate because it was just mm. random. And people just didn't leave their cars like that, parked on the street like that. So right. she, she called to have them come out and investigate. She saw, um, and they caught it on their ring door cam, somebody running from the car and running into another car, you know, across the street. So um, when she got up the morning, she saw the car still there with the window down in the back. And so she called the police again in the morning. Said this car is still here. You know it should be investigated. Was it one? Did she? Did they say one or two people still in the car? Or just at that time, it wasn't anybody else. It she couldn't. She, it was just the car. She couldn't visually see anyone in there. And so um, the police, you know, hadn't. They still hadn't made it out at that point either. Uh, she, the lady, went on, did her business throughout the day. Went to work. You know, took care of everything she had to take care of. By the time she got home, you know, four o'clock, five o'clock, the car still there. She calls yet again. This car is still here. Somebody needs to come out and investigate. So I have a, we have a cousin, you know, that lives in Virginia that uh, once he got word of what was going on, I mean, when I say he hit the streets, I mean, he wasn't waiting on police. He was, he was, he was doing exactly what you were saying. He wasn't waiting. So he was literally driving every single street 
you know, around the area where she was last known, saying that I'm, he was just so dedicated to finding her car that oddly he pulled up around, let's say about 536 o'clock, he pulled up at this very same time that the police arrived to investigate the suspicious vehicle. So when he pulled up, he calls my phone, you know, he FaceTimes me. So I feel like I'm right there. I feel, you know, so I'm not, he, this, I don't feel like this is hearsay. I see, mm -hmm. I'm seeing this with my actual eyes. Right. So he pulls up and he's like, oh my God, Jay, I found her, I found her, I found her. And so when he, um, he gets to the car, he, the, the car, the back seat of the door is open. What we saw, now this is what um, caused, I believe, I did a, a story about this on TikTok. And now I want to say it has close to like 3 million views. Right. So it went like crazy viral. But I want to say it's because of the visual that I had, because there was a screenshot of what we really saw. You know, the, the state of my sister, you know, we saw it right there. So what we, what we saw, so I can describe it here was um, she was in the backseat of her car, of her car, not anybody else's, in the backseat of her car with a sheet thrown on top of her on the floor. Um, she had her arms up as if she had a trauma, you know, this is a trauma response, mm -hmm. as if she was trying to protect herself, and her arms were stuck this way. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, she had her, her face, it was, she was unrecognizable, so you could tell that she had been beaten. But her hair, half she had dreads in her hair. Half of her hair was pulled out on one side and thrown into the front seat of her car. Mm. So, um, you know, the uh, EMS, they took my sister at this point in time. She's still alive, you know, barely, but she's, mm. you know, she's still alive. And um, when, they, when they got her out the vehicle, my cousin was there. He recorded everything from start to finish. All I heard in the, in the audio, in, in the recording, and all I saw was maybe little faint moans and groans, but nothing audible, nothing, you know, she, she wasn't verbalizing anything. Right. I didn't right. hear. So the, um, you know, we, so we get to, you know, that she gets to the hospital. Um, ultimately, she, um, we, we, my mother and I flew out to D.C. We got to see her, and um, 24 hours after that, she, was, she died. Mm. So she coded. But the thing is, is that, you know, on day one, they weren't investigating it as a, um, as a crime. And the reason that they weren't investigating it as a crime was because they said that they have on video cam that she said that she fell down the stairs. So they said, well, we have her last dying testament stating that she fell down the stairs. Mm -hmm. No criminal activity happened. So, you know, I don't think that there's a crime here. You know, it took a lot of pushing. We had to get the um, the chief of police at the time. Um, uh, his yeah, he's no longer the chief of police now. Um, Conti. He, you know, with connections that we had, we were able to get him to kind of push things forward and them to actually start to move do you know move forward a little bit with the investigation. But the fact that they're still holding on to the homicide detectives, this isn't it's in DC's you know homicide department currently. Mm -hmm. But the fact that, you know, they're still using that saying that it's really hard for them to investigate this as a murder because of her last dying testament being that she fell down the stairs. I just don't understand how that was even possible when I talked to the attending that was at the, ho that, that was at the um, hospital. He said that she wasn't verbal. She hadn't been verbal at all since she had been there. Mm. What I saw on the uh, FaceTime, I don't even understand how that could have happened. But... You know, let me just, you know, again, not trying to bash and say folks are lying. I never want to call nobody a liar, you know. But in the event that she did say something like that, how could she have fallen down the stairs 
jumped in her car, drove, drove from, now she lived in Maryland, y'all. So we talking about, she drove right. across state lines. I understand the state lines are like, you know, literally just yeah. to jump across the street, but yeah, still. Literally like this. Right, exactly. It's like Virginia, yeah. Maryland, yeah, but still. But still, still how, yeah. she gonna, she gonna yeah. leave her house, jump, you know, jump in the car, yeah. drive to a neighborhood that she has no idea, she know, knows no one there, mm -hmm. put herself in the back seat, throw a sheet on top of her, and remove her hair, and throw it right. on the front seat somehow, right. some way throughout this entire process. Right. I just, I, I just don't understand it. But when the autopsy or whatever show that she had been beaten or bruised outside of what uh, a falling down right. some steps, and then right. where she fall down the steps at? at the extended stay. Right. And then what the extended stay didn't see it, or that's not on right. camera. Right. Like. Right. It's a lot of mystery. It's a lot of mystery. Right. That well, they're saying that she she said she fell down the stairs in her home. Um, but again, she wasn't staying in her home. Right. But, um, but you know, she, um, so in terms of the mystery and, you know, and all that stuff, yeah, that's, that's for sure there. But the autopsy report, it did say that, um, she died of blunt force trauma to the head, but not mm -hmm. only that, you know, she had, um, the, the autopsy report states that, um, she had the blunt force trauma. She had ligature marks around her neck. Oh, she had two black eyes. She had two broken jaws. Mm. She had ligature marks around her wrists. So, you know, again, it just really feels like this was a case that was not going to be investigated because she was kind of put into a category of the types of people that stay at hotels, not to mention that she was also, she may not have been the right color to investigate. And right. again, I'm also not one of those people either, To but the reality is the reality. Right. And sometimes, you know, we, um, we as a people, matter. you know, sometimes yeah. we're, we're, you know, we're not investigated, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Thorough, thoroughly enough, I would say that. Well, even an investigator would have seen her background. She was a mother, right? Right. She's a mother. Uh, what, yeah, two. One, two boy yep. girl. What? Boy and a girl, yeah. Mm -hmm. Work, works for a nonprofit. Yeah. yeah. That works for a nonprofit, have work done to her house. She had right. to stay at a standard state. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a paper trail to show why she right. was there. Right. She went at a standard state to, I don't know, what you right. thought she was there for. Right. But to not even investigate that. How do you even take somebody's word, like at a hospital, that she could have just been just popped up an idea in her head, said she felt some steps. And they took that as being, like, I don't even, that's not even understandable. How, I won't even took that as being yeah, that's, this, her last dying testimony. Exactly. This is just straight up neglect on, on that part. That that's See, man, and that, that's, that's the thing that gets me mad about hearing this or hearing a story like that. It's just that is. Oh, I was mad. <laughs> I just, it's, like, I was... it's the, so, and, and I'm the same way. I'm, I'm not one to bash police. You know, I have friends that are police. You know what I'm saying? I've got my own connections to, you know, law enforcement and so forth and so forth. But, like, they tell us, the, and, and I'm one of the advocates of this, there are bad apples in the police that make, you know, people of color and people in our neighborhood and our community say all police are bad because literally it takes those few or so many bad apples to make it look bad. Just like the same way I look at and say that us as black folks, the same kind of way. Like, while we saying that about them, they saying that about us because it's enough of us doing stupid stuff. So now we do have those, those I'm not triggered, but those, you know. Um, stereotypes. You know, stereotypes, mm -hmm. thank you, that where literally when they see, you know, that's the whole thing of they see three, four in the car, you know, pull them over because of yada, 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 and so forth, so forth. But my, my point is, like, it, it's just to still hear, I don't care who you are, you would still think you would want to do your job knowing and hearing this whole story or how this paper trail unfolds to say, okay, I don't care how I feel about 
black people or how I feel about this type of thing, whatever, whatever. As a career move, if I figure this out, if I'm selfish enough to think, and I'm, I'm that's not me, but I'm sitting for thinking it this way. If I'm selfish enough to, you know, for as a career move, if I figure this out, dog, shoot, I might be cheap in a month. Knowing that you probably got some unsolved cases that you don't have no clue, no tips. That's what I'm saying. You got this one in the bag. I basically, in the, and it may not be in the bag, but it's so close. Oh, it's gonna be in the bag when she finished telling you what everything else happened. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm just talking about yeah. from, from from the point right. of which we're. Yeah, I'm right. just saying I'm so close enough to already already from what she said from it being in the bag. I'm gonna figure out everything else. You know what I'm saying? So it's that's a career move for you, right? So you would think somebody would want to do, you know what I'm saying? But you know. Well, you know, and, and, and to, to that point, you know, strategically thinking, that would have been a wise move to make. You know, <laughs> unfortunately, they, they I, I, and, and it's just what I feel, it's just what I feel, not that I've been told this or, you know, or they've said this in any way, yeah. you know, so it's definitely my opinion. But, you know, I feel like if they knew all of the facts about her, they knew the type of family that she mm -hmm. came from. She knew they I mean, she had, you know, little to no family out in D.C. So mm -hmm. it almost looked as if, you know, the police, they have referenced the term to me more times than I can count. People that live a transient lifestyle mm. are sometimes hard to to find. Mm. So the fact that you are now categorizing not only the abductors as people who live in a transit lifestyle, but mm -hmm. I'm assuming that you have probably grouped or you did at one point group my sister into mm -hmm. the type of people that live a transit lifestyle. And what do they mean by transit lifestyle? Uh, in and out of hotels, basically homeless. Yeah. 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 They, they yeah. should have. the the. Uh, bank account showed that that wasn't true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Again, but you know, put, it, putting them puzzle pieces together. That's but you, you know. guys. I mean, you know, and and there's there's we we provided so much evidence to the detectives. You know, mm -hmm. we were just absolute open books. I mean, when I say in the beginning we were so gung ho. What do you need? What do you need us to do? I, you know, I I scheduled weekly. Um, meetups, you know, virtual meetups with the detective just to make sure that things were progressing, things were moving along. So he knew that, you know, at least Big Sis was just on it, on it. Right. You know, to the point where I was annoying. But, you know, he, um, you know, I had to I had to do things, simple things. I had to say, okay, wait, so have we have we uh, pulled the phone records? Mm -hmm. You know, they I know for a fact, y'all, that they had her phone after she had died. She, you know, every, she had died on March 11th. She'll have her effects and everything, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'd say, you know how you, you know, people send messages. They were mm -hmm. still being marked as red days after she had died. So it's mm -hmm. like, okay, so somebody has her phone, you know, so can we ping the, the cell phone towers? I was right. told. That's not possible. The people who work um, in there, that office is open basically from nine to five. And in it only, you know, it only pings within a 10 mile radius and the phone has to be turned on exactly at that time. And then if it is, there has to be a unit to be able to be dispatched out to that place. I'm like, oh, OK, well, I guess the movies, they lie. So then um, <laughs> then. So, you know, I was they like, do, OK, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, OK, so, OK, well, OK, that's fine. So what about the uh, phone records? Have we looked at the phone records? You know, oh, I haven't had a chance to subpoena those yet, you know, but maybe it will be faster if you go down there and get the phone records. I'm side eyeing, but yet still I'm like, OK, whatever it takes. You know, I mean, I'm not authorized on the account to get those phone records, but here I am talking about I'm the mama trying to get her phone records, try to get this so right. I can help, you know, any way I can. Doing a um, job that's not. Doing the job that's it's not my job, you know. Job, right. And then, you know, so, you know, lastly, you know, I'm like, if there is not one thing, if there's not one, one smoking gun, the one that there is, is the cash app report. 
And right. so I'm like, where's the money? Follow the money. You follow the money, you, f you find it all. Right. And so, mm. you from, know. Um, that's from previous corporate history. Right. Yeah. Corporate yeah. You, you know, you find it all. So, you know, the cash app reports, uh, I, I, I did have one conversation with the detectives. When I say they have been totally unresponsive, you know, it's not even funny. Uh, but I had a conversation with them this past week. And um, they, to this date, still have not pulled the cash app reports. Mm. And so I spoke with the lieutenant as well as the lead detective on the case and almost demanded by, you know, July the 8th that I need to have some type of information mm. on this cash app. Because why is it taking so long right. to get the cash app reports? Like I said, that right there should be open and shut. Right. You know, open and shut case. But, you know, so that's the paper trail of it all. But, you know, you you listen to the audios, not only inside of the audios, you know, the woman, she she gives so many cue, uh, clues. She identified herself as T. That was her name that she was given. We know that, you know, based on her account that she lost a child, you know, the, uh, a couple years prior and that she had just recently buried her mother. Um, and so, you know, those things, when I say, y'all, I didn't realize the power of social media now until I, I took the story and it went crazy. Mm -hmm. The social media detectives are real, y'all. Oh, yeah. They, uh, they oh, went yeah. out there and, oh, yeah. um, you know, they were sending me messages. Could this be her? Could this be her? And, you know, so, you know, those things I try to, again, I'm, you know, and I'm not on the, on any platform, you, you, you won't find me. Um, pointing out or even naming the particular social media page that, you know, has been sent to me by various, you know, um, internet mm -hmm. detectives. But you won't, you won't find me doing that because, you know, A, I just don't know, it's, I don't know right. it's fact, right. you know, but if, if there is a reason, let me just send it over to them so right. that they can take a look. They use it. They they right. they yeah, they they're using it in a minute. They are using it in you know? a minute. In a minute. Yeah, let you post some more crazy stuff on there. They're like, oh, okay, cool. You are gonna be on such a site? Bet. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. But t tell us about the and I seen this on the on the Facebook about the hotel, about yeah. somebody pulling up about the EBT card. Yeah, finish the story. Yeah, yeah. So you know, my so my sister once once she died, um, you know, the it, my mother she was just like, I just got to get about the city. So we booked a flight and we headed straight home. So we just. Couldn't take take another set, you know second there, mm -hmm. and but my cousin, like I said, he he lives in Virginia, so he was still so on fire, you know, um, and 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 still very much so traumatized from just that full twenty four hours that we right. had just lived through, right? And uh, he went back up to the hotel. He went back up to the very last hotel to try to do some more investigative work. Spoke with the hotel attendant, and you know, basically said, "My cousin, she just died." X, Y, and Z, and this is, you know, she was at this hotel with these people. Do you recognize her? The hotel attendant said, yeah, I do. Yeah, I recognize her. Yep, I, I remember seeing them. In fact, um, the, these people, they left their EBT card here, so they should be back. So this was a Sunday, um, again, and, um, you know, at this time, my cousin, now he's blowing me up. Call the police, call the police. I'm going to sit up here until the police arrive mm -hmm. because they have to come back. They left their EBT card. So... I'm blowing up the homicide detective, y'all. Blowing, blowing, blowing his phone up. I mean, I probably called this man about a hundred times. He's calling, mm -hmm. texting. There's no, you know, there should, there's no misunderstanding as to the reason why I'm trying to get in touch with you. Right. It's plain as day. He didn't call me back at all that day, um, nor did I hear from him for a few days after that. And he just gave me his apologies that he was just not available. But um, my cousin literally sat there. I want to say it had to be between four and six hours, he sat outside of this hotel just waiting on the police and waiting 
to see if somebody were to walk in or not. Meanwhile, we are trying to sit there and tell my cousin, don't get yourself in no trouble. Right. You know, confront nobody because, you know, we don't want in, you don't, we don't want the case to get blown up. We also don't want anything to happen to you, you know. And so um he saw, you know, people walk in, he that he thought could have been them. Um he you know, based on our um, advice, he did not go after him, which, again, I still stand very strongly behind that because what would he have done? Um, he could have done the unthinkable, and then he would have been having a whole other story about him being locked up somewhere. Right. That's And that's the bad part. That, and that's what it would have been. It would have been you know? a blown-up case, and it had been he did some vigilante yep. stuff, this, that, and the third. Yep. But. So, you know, he, he literally had him in their hands. And, uh, and the police, again— botched attempt number at this point number a thousand you know because i done lost count did he describe them what they look like he described i mean he didn't um, i want to say he did he did he did give a description but um he did give a description but it wasn't that very same day because we didn't get a chance to talk to him that day mm -hmm. the police the detectives that day it was days after that so it was um so he did describe them and so the hotel attendant described them also about you know what they look like he, in fact, I mean, my cousin even thought he saw at one point a car parked um, uh, around the down the street when he left of two people sleeping in the car, and there was a baby in the back seat. He took pictures mm. of them. I sent those license plate and all that. I sent that to the detective. He's not saying that those are the people that walked out of the hotel, but you know, um, but I mean, he was Personal that baby. Yeah, yeah. Baby he he just said, yeah. I mean, he he's he's trying to cover all the bases. Mm -hmm. You know, it, that ended up checking out where the the license plate number and you know that they weren't they were not a part of it. But, right. but still, you know, nonetheless, he was so on it. You know, um, but you know, in terms of the of a description, he described what he could, but um, you know, everybody was dealing. Everybody was operating in trauma. So, you know, things are a little fragmented. I can certainly say that, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. You're like, dang, I wish I would have did this. Or I wish I would have asked for a lot of people on, on uh, social media. They were saying, you know, well, why didn't he take a picture of the, of the EBT card? That would have been, you know. And you're right. He probably kicking himself to this day. Like, why didn't I take a picture of the EBT card when you in fight or flight? It's right, like you right. sometimes you think about it, sometimes right. you don't, you know, and, and at this and point. It's not something that you practice. It's not, this is not an everyday occurrence. It's not an everyday. But see, and. and For us to be on, on tip on this the yeah, investigative and, and, mode. And, and that's the thing, man, too, that like when I hear stories that are like this or not as much, but in like a similar type of story, for me personally, it gives me more, I don't want to say not knowledge, but it gives me more intuition of things I need to think of or to be, you know, or more or less like we talked about before, to train for or to watch out for. Because, well, I'm not going to say it while we're on the air. We'll talk off about this whole situation off air, but it's just more to, to kind of think of. Because like you said, when you're in a hostile situation like that, and I'm saying hostile because in your own mind, you're hostile in your mind about what's going on, emotions high, this is that, this is that, I'm trying to do and blah, 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 you all over the place, you know, like you say, you're not thinking about, I should have took a picture of this and I should have blah, blah, blah. You know, so I think that goes along with the training aspect as well. And I, I hate that the world has to be like it is now, where we're literally training for the worst and expecting the worst, but hoping for the best. You know what I mean? Because it's a preparation thing. And really, when we was kids, we didn't really have to live like that. But now, world's changing. We got to prep our kids for that too, you know, so... So we'll, we'll talk off air. Did, about did that. they that's, have footage of the people coming in to get the EBT card at the at the um, 
extend the stay that's or at the hotel? That's a good one. Yeah, so the police, you know, they did say that they went there and they did um, um, they did look at the, the hotel cameras. And the hotel cameras were blurry. Some weren't functional. And, you know, technology is great, I guess, until it's not. <laughs> and um, in that case, things were not clear enough. Um, so, you know. And 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 that's 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 the information I had, you know, that that I've received from the homicide department. Wait, wait a minute, they stay. Wait a minute, they they stereotype everybody all the time, especially us. They would have been knocking down. Oh, you look like somebody that might have been on it. You look like somebody. Oh, we might have seen you. Was you at the sentence there at this time? They don't care. But at that situation, then it was like, oh, it's blurry. We can't really tell who it is. I mean, you guys, we we're talking about you know um, D.C. You know, that's where the most powerful person in the world lives. And you mean to tell me stuff is not functioning properly? No, you can't tell me that. I've been there. I see how they shut everything down when, when the barricade, the, uh, the, uh, the motorcades come through. Shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. You think you're about to walk across the street. Okay. Okay. Right. So okay. you're telling me. Right, right. It was in D.C. Putting you down ain't off limits when that when that, period, <laughs> you know when that parade come through. When it comes through. For real. I don't like, care where you yeah, are, what you're yeah, doing, you're about to stop, yeah, you know. And so yeah. with that, it's like you can't tell me that that city, that that city and the states, even that border, are not heavily surveilled enough in, like, the most advanced of the mm-hmm. ways you know that they that I mean they should have that technology. They can zoom in and Listen, you know they, they even, can see a DNA. They might not have got them going in, but I get I guarantee you they got some cameras got them coming out right. somewhere, somewhere a, some corner. Some you can't drive somewhere down a traffic something. light in the city right. without a camera on it. You tell right. me they couldn't pull that up if they really wanted to. You know they they mentioned you know throughout the audios they gave they dropped several landmarks you know where that they where they could have been. You know, like I mentioned, one of which was a really popular metro station, which I know the metro stations are heavily surveilled. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, even taking the um, the tidbit of the 7-Eleven that my sister mm-hmm. dropped, you know, had they gone to the 7-Eleven to perhaps go to the ATM or had they done something like that? Now, now was it a 7-Eleven close to the it hotel? It was a 7-Eleven close. See, that's, I wanted to ask that then, but I wanted you to get it out. Yeah. Was, yeah see? It was a 7-Eleven close, yeah. And and that that I don't know if they've done. Cameras there. Every 7-Eleven got cameras. Every and Don't they, the ATM record the ATM record, but I ain't even the well, ATM. Them, I'm just not. saying they have cameras there. No, I'm, you know, I mean, 7-Elevens you've probably been to and seen a picture of somebody saying this guy's a thief mm-hmm. or this person or this girl, uh-huh. blah blah blah. We not letting them in or we calling the police and what? So I mean, every 7-Eleven has cameras everywhere. Right. So that's another set of cameras. You know, that's now. Did the t- detective say this is like a like an ongoing thing in this area or just like? Like the 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 lady was there with the kid to, to like draw people in and do stuff like this. Was this something like a deploy? They were doing this a lot. Well, I don't know. Not a lot, but yeah, just right, right. Is it right? Is this um you know some activity that they've right that they've seen happen like a pattern or something yeah. like that? Uh, they they didn't express that to me, but it you know obviously it was a setup. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had it down packed. I I mean I I, I I I'll honestly say I don't think that the intention behind it was for them to ultimately just completely unalive my sister. And I'm learning this whole, you got to censor certain words. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, so I don't believe that that was their initial intent um, because they wouldn't have moved the way that they moved. They were very, I mean, I say they were sloppy because they left paper trails all over the place, you know, but, you know, but 
they wouldn't have moved the way that they moved if they walked in with that intention. I think that they they intended to get as much as she could. So to your point, is this something that this couple and this child, is this something that they have done had done in the past and they used that to actually rob somebody and then get what they were going to get and then dipped? I mean, you know, it seemed like it came quite easily. So I, I'll say this to kind of to kind of answer that just from research, knowledge, and then just an understanding of it. Because, you know, as a parent, I'm sure we've all as parents look around and think of, you know, and I just, I watch the news, you know, I'm going back to being a kid with my great grandma. I grew up watching the news. So in my forties, I still watch the news. I don't care how depressing it is, crazy stuff, but it's the knowledge of what's going on. That's the bad thing that Detroit, DC, and a lot of, you know, more urban and heavier populated certain cities like that are like hot spots for, you know, abductions, um, um, trafficking, mm. you know, kidnappings, and all this stuff is in an effort for trafficking, but it's for that and for uh, extortion type of stuff with that the same kind of way. Because that's basically, in an essence, more or less what was going on here was an extortion thing, or at least that's the way it started. But that's how they do it, though. They use somebody like the woman and the baby or the peaceful, you know, harmless-looking people to kind of get you off your square. Because that's the thing. Nobody thinks that, and I'm using her as just the example, that she comes up and sees us, you know, my little one, he's four. Oh, he's so cute, and he blah, 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 do, 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 do. You know, and before you know it, because you got the baby with you, and it's just you and the kids out grocery shopping, somebody's the next aisle over is really what's checking out while you distracted here. Like, oh, little baby, blah, blah, blah. That one's here coming in to snatch the little one, and they out the door. I, I forget who it was, and um, quick, not story, but quick thing on it. I forget who was telling me or where I read this at, but this literally happened, and I can't remember exactly where it was at. I just remember the particulars that literally happened once, where, like, somebody was, like, in a mire or, like, a Walmart. I think it was Walmart, when literally she was there with her kids and was sitting here with just the baby, in the car seat, you know how they prop the car seats on the uh, on the the cart or whatever, and it was this cute little couple, just kind of ditzy looking or whatever, looked super harmless, and they're talking about the baby and blah, oh she's so cute, blah blah blah, and they said something, and I'm kind of paraphrasing, I guess, to the tune of more or less like taking them or something similar, something kind of that threw threw the the mom off, and then that's what kind of mom kind of triggered like what, but they come to find out, I guess they did wind up arresting the, this team because while they were kind of like the distracting couple. There was somebody literally in the checkout over that was just that, like the snatch man or whatever that goes out. And they found him like in a van outside and all. But that stuff happens a lot and regularly. They use somebody that's a decoy like that. Hey, I got, I'm in trouble and blah, 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 blah. Matter of fact, I was on the work, and this real quick, but just going along with mm-hmm. this theme, I was on the way to work yesterday. And it's 6.30 in the morning. And I pull up on Outer Drive in Livernois. And I'm turning. And this is chick standing outside. She's kind of like waving folks down, and it's me and another car out. And she's looking the same kind of way, kind of rough, like she out here, like she kind of in trouble. And I'm sitting up here like, as soon as she see it, I already know how, how I do now, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, nope, no, nah, don't. I'm waving her off, whatever. I see her talking to the other car, and I'm thinking, don't do it. Don't do it because you don't know who else she out here with. Now, see her again this morning walking down the street on the phone. So apparently either something ain't right with her, which that's a whole other issue or whatever, or, yeah, she's a setup person, and maybe she was faking on the phone this time, and somebody else, tra- you know, you never know. But 
it's stuff like that that you you pull on your heartstrings when you're a good-hearted person, like me or like you and like her, and you go, mm-hmm. dang, she need a ride somewhere. She in trouble. Let me, you know, or she need this, that, and the third. And it take that just that split second that they, you know. You know. So also when I, because I was, you know, I'm a podcaster, so I try to do some research, you know, yeah, you know. down on, on this little Google, this new thing they call a Google <laughs> search. You can jump in there and tell you everything. AJ's a journalist I'm now. a journalist now. <laughs> so I was trying to find information. You know, I'm looking for, like, news story about it, you know, like headlines. Yeah. And it wasn't really, like, popped out. Yeah. So I had to go down and look some more. And one, I don't know what link it was, but it had, like, comments mm-hmm. on it um, about just what you were saying. Like, that's why I, I don't help people, you know what I'm saying? That's why I don't do this, you know, I just kept moving, da 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 And yeah, I, if that, that's why I don't help, you know, people now on the side of the road or this, this, you know, I see a woman there sitting there, they were just all saying like, this is why I don't. And yep. it's unfortunate that we come to a place that we can't help people. That's what I was saying You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I grew up in the air, like in Southwest Detroit, that everybody knew everybody. Mm-hmm. So if somebody on the side of the road or up the street on Visco or wherever, they helped them. It wasn't, mm-hmm. It wasn't that situation, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It wasn't that. Like, and like y- your sister, she had a, you know a kind heart. She wanted to help mm-hmm. another. You know what I'm saying? She could have been like, okay, another she, mother, mother. She could like she could have yeah. been going through the same thing mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. going through, yeah. or didn't have somebody there to help me out. Whatever. Right. Let me talk to her. Let me help her. Let me see. It's unfortunate that she opened her heart, and you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying mm-hmm. to that. And that situation happened. Mm-hmm. So, cause I was, I was really like, man. Like, you know, yeah, I want I'm like, man, y'all don't know what y'all would have did. Yeah. It yeah. might not have been that situation where right. it was the kid. It could have been something else that triggered right. you, like, I need to help him. Right. But, like, you know, and I tell, you know, my wife, she works downtown, and it's late, but not, like, she works at Flood, but, um, Flood's Bar and Grill, but it's like a, it's 150 million cops down there. So mm-hmm. there ain't nothing really popping off down there because it's, you know, is 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 Especially now after that Greetown incident. They, that one, yeah, she said, she said they, business they is not. so slow. Yeah, they, nah, he said, it's it's 10 cops on one corner, 10 cops yes. like downtown is yes. on lockdown. Yes. And that is maybe because, yes. you know, it's a lot of other people down there besides us. So they yeah. want to keep them safe yeah. and all that. But I just, I'm always coaching and telling like, look, do this, don't do that, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. Just kind of like educating or helping, you know, like, look, mm-hmm. I do what I do so I can help you exactly. understand what you know what's going on out here. Yeah. It's not like we got to be on, like on ten or pivot on, mm-hmm. on on point all the time. It's just when I'm out, I'm I'm watching, I'm searching, mm-hmm. I'm looking, I'm saying, okay, well, okay, that don't look right, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Even when I help people, I say, you know, I try to keep people at a distance. It's a way you help, yeah. It's a way you help. Like I try to keep people at a distance. Mm-hmm. Like you talk talk to me, like what you need. Okay, you don't have to come up on me in my space. Right. I can hear you. My ears right. work just fine. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, okay, this is what you need. Okay, well, you got a phone, call them. You know, right. you know, I try right. to help as much as possible, right. but it's unfortunate that we're in the day and age that we can't just pull up. Because I, you know, no I see people, you know, women on the side of the road, a guy with the car, the mm-hmm. tire flat or whatever, and it's late mm-hmm. or whatever. I'm just like, man. See, man, and, and here's where, because I'm the same way. I'm the dude that literally, I'll leave somewhere, and I've done it. I'll leave somewhere downtown, Greetown, with the leftovers. And if it's busy enough, like in the summer, if I see a homeless person out there, and I know I'm really not about to, dog, look, you need this more than me. I've, I've literally legit have done it. You know what I'm saying? Look, here, you know what I'm saying? If you're hungry, if you're not, whatever. It's, at least I did, you know, to try to help. But now it's like people will really show you who they are mm-hmm. if you just, you know, watch them long enough or if you're in the same spot long enough. It's like, <laughs> it's crazy. Like you said, I, I people watch, and I people watch on purpose 
one for entertainment purposes when you out in certain places, but then two in situations like that. Man, it's a, it's a chick right now. Well, I ain't seen her in a while, but that Meyer on Eight Mile in uh uh, uh Woodward mm-hmm. sat there one day. She pulled up on me outside. No, she was in the store walking around asking people for gas money because she needed gas to you know get blah blah. blah. She was on her last. Blah, blah, blah. I ain't got it. I ain't really you know. It's when I stopped even carrying cash. I don't really have it. Blah blah. blah. About a week later, I'm in the parking lot this time in my car. She pull up on me in the car. Excuse me, sir. I need some. Ga- I'm trying to get some gas money so I can get back to my house. And da-da-da. first of all, you in your car mm. and you driving. You pulled up two. on me. Mm-hmm. Number three, you pulled up on me. Number four, you're not smart enough to realize that I just saw you like mm-hmm. two days ago mm-hmm. in the store. You already asked me this, so it's like, yeah, not everybody's good with faces, but. I remember you with this same story, like mm-hmm. like I said, like two, three days ago. Like, nah, get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here. What mm-hmm. you you know, so it's like that's the that's the running theme. And it's like, man. You know, as a woman, I know I've I certainly, you know, since this situation, I've certainly had to go back and just reevaluate some of the things that I've even mm-hmm. done. And, you know, again, just out of the kindness of my heart, I mean, I, I remember a time when I was um, I wanna say I was up at Tim Hortons, right here in Southfield, and um this guy approached my car and uh, he said, um, you know, I, I got a family in here, you know, and I just don't have any money. You know, do you have anything? And I, and I don't carry cash either. So I, I didn't have any cash to give him. Um, and also, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't have felt safe to just hand him over right, any cash. Right. You know, but um, I said, well, I mean, you, we can walk inside and I can get you something, you know. So, I mean, I, I did that. But even allowing him to be that close, again, he said family. He said he had a whole family that didn't have anything to eat. And um, though it wasn't my problem, but as a, you know, a fellow human, you know, human it was, yeah, you know, it had yeah. to, you know, at that time, it was my problem, too. But now it's like. You know, that could have easily been me. That could have easily, I, you know, I let him too close into my personal space to even ask the question. You know, so, and then, you know, again, once once I placed the order, I paid for it, I left. I didn't wait around, mm-hmm. you know, or anything. So, but, you know, but even still, now, if that very same thing were to happen, just because of this situation that, you know, I'm living through, mm-hmm. you know, from my sister... I mean, you can forget about it. No, nah, I ain't got right. nothing. I ain't got nothing. Not, number one, I don't, I'm not even, I'm about to be like, uh-uh, I ain't rolling windows down. Right. I'm pulling off. I mean, you right. know, and it just, it, it makes it makes our heart a little bit more hardened and, mm-hmm. you know, callous, you know. And it's when that's not who I, that's not who I was right. a year ago, for sure. But that's who I am today, mm-hmm. you know. And then first, and I just feel so sorry for the person that really does need it. Yeah. And now we've all been so jaded that now you... That's it's what I was about late. to say. That's my word. I'm jaded to society now, dude. I... And, and that was going to be a question. I was like, do you move different now? Yeah. Because of this situation? Man, I move differently. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I certainly move differently. You know, it's, um, I'm side-eyeing everybody, you know. What, I, what, I mean... you, what you up to? <laughs> well, I know I, everybody I'm side-eyeing. You know, it's like, you know, it, it just, you, you get, you know, older, you get wiser. But then, I mean, when I say, you know, the, the hard knock, you know, lessons of life, yeah. whoosh. I mean, that'll, that'll grow you up faster than anything else. And I know I done grew up this whole yeah. year for sure. And you know, it's funny because people be like, why are you tripping? Why are you, like, tone is everything. Like, you come mm-hmm. over, if I'm over my family, kids, and they tell can I get a cup? No. It's like, it's right, it's a right, hard, right. loud, no, bro, you good. Right. You know, it's like, right. they tone. It's like, audible, yeah. It's audible. Wait, it's in classes, too. And, and look, and see, what she really trying to tell everybody in a soft way is, 
She not, and I don't want to put blow up your spot, but she got three burners and a flamethrower on her at all times. <laughs> you know, she got that thing on hey, her. Yo, she, 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 she trying to be smooth she, and soft she about had it. She's a long time know, ago, like, hey, back in the day. I like, got yeah, that Kevin, whopper. Kevin, I need you to help. I'm like, look, whatever you Say need. Less. This, uh-huh. I, I'm on it. Now she may, you know, she may, <laughs> she may be calling down the line, but hey, we really need to go out and you really need to help me, teach me some things or two. But, um, no, but you know, like, I mean, just in terms of just being, just a, a woman, y'all, and you know, like a man. You know, y'all remember back in the day. I mean, we all in the same age group. Right, right. Back in the day, you used to go out ask a lady for the number. She'd mm. be like, "Okay, she gonna give it to you or not?" Nowadays, that's a that's a, a oh, that man. you said. You know, you talk about a hard no. I mean, man. women have been killed for the hard no's. Yeah, I'm about like, to say that that burns me up, dude. That that kills me. That not you know, but you know that 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 eats at me right there. Like I've heard too many of them stories. Yeah. Like she told you no. Yeah. So you you shot her. It's like but, dog, they outnumber us like seven to one. Like what is? <laughs> you go 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 ask the next one. What, what, yeah. What but you see, doing? And, and that was like my thing. Like okay, so she's saying that because look, she's been through some of her something. She yeah. telling you right no. Right no. That means no. Exactly what how you how she Hello. said it. But it now yeah, but now you got to strategically think. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you know what? A man asking me for my number, I can't just outright say no. I'm gonna say you know smiling huh or whatever. I mean stuff right. that you just got to sit there and say, okay, what's my best play here? Right. You know, and just, I think, you know, to your credit, you just mentioned just trying to train yourself for the situation. Yeah. It's like all of these, you know, your brain, you got to be aware and alert because yeah. you got to be prepared to either give them the hard no or you got to be prepared to kind of soften it up so that you're not giving them so hard of right. a no that it's hurting right. their egos to the point that they about to take you out anyway. Right. You know, it's 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 just this world we live in. And then right. now you got, you know, you got your bag on you. They may drop a, a toe tag in the bag. Uh, on your car, yeah, it's, it's tags, it's, man. Yeah, that, yeah. I got a partner, um, the EDC guy, Ron. He he has a whole presentation on um, woman awareness, and it's about just that thing, like abduction, kidnapping, women getting kidnapped. And he got a, you know, the pre- it tells you about everything, every tool they're using to 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 put stuff in your drinks, and you know, all kind mm-hmm. of different things. So he got a um, definitely a good presentation about it. And then, you know, I got a niece in Chicago. And when she goes out, you know, I had to, you, she's in the, she grew up in the bubble. So I had to, you know, tell her, like, look, don't walk away from your drink. Don't do mm-hmm. this. Don't let no, don't let nobody bring you a drink. Buy your own mm-hmm. drinks. You know what I'm saying? Buy him a drink and then have it mm-hmm. come to him. Don't let nobody bring you nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, things like that, I'll be trying to, you know, put my, my niece up on game because, you know, she's, she's in the bubble. She didn't come up, she didn't grow up in the neighborhood we grew up in, right. especially back in the day. Right. So it was, um, it's it's a, it's a lesson, like you said, but it's a different world out here now too. Uh, let me ask you this: Who who's keeping you grounded during this whole ordeal? Yeah, um, you know, I, it's it, I do feel like I have really done a complete transformation where I don't necessarily, I don't feel like I'm the same person. I definitely feel like I'm a different person today, mm-hmm. um, and just really trying to really f- understand what that means for myself and just kind of you know, grow through the journey. But, you know, family is everything. You know, um, my husband, Mike, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's always kind of like the one who's the, he's the calm one of the, of the two of us. I might get, I, I'm probably the hype one. <laughs> get Mike some shots. <laughs> you know, so Mike, he, you know, Mike, Mike kind of ready to, you know, calm me down a little bit, you know, if I start getting too hype. And, um <laughs> So 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 he's That's my cool. he's my balance, and then you know my. That's how my um, wife is. I'm the I'm the I'm the. 
fucking comment. <laughs> like, no, go over there and have just let's just figure yeah, out yeah, what's yeah, what. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk it out. Let's, let's talk it out. Yeah, yeah. She, just calm she down. active. Hey, she active. Hey, she active, bro. Hey, she. You like why we're like the, uh, you see the uh, the Instagram reel where old girl they in the gym and she like him right over there. Oh, well, what did he do? He grabbed my ass and I told him I was gonna get my husband to come kick his ass and he's like some old Street Fighter character <laughs> flipping and doing all kind of stuff. He like him bag. over there. Yeah, him? He, I'm trying to figure out what really happened because my. Baby... <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah. Um, well, no. She active. She yeah. she active. She right there. She active. <laughs> ain't ain't no chill. It's active. It's on fire. And I and I think I say too. You know my um. Outside of my home, the other place that I spend the majority of my time is at work. And, you know, up at the shop, you know, that's, you know, we pretty much, we might be there more than we are at home. And so my shop family, you know, they, you know, my team, they let me do me. You know, I I had this whole, like I said, this whole year I've been just, you know, growing and evolving and just, you know, things have just changed. Whereas before I'm like, you know, the definition of strength to me was not showing any sign of weakness or not right. showing any emotion and just being just, you know, just very much so, you know, just presenting, just presenting strong. Right. Um, and this year, you know, I didn't, I wasn't afforded that, that strength, you know, to just be, just present strong and not have breakdowns and all that stuff. So, right. you know, I, I'm, I, I'd have been caught at the shop. Boohoo crying right in the middle of doing shirts. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the fact that, you know, that the, the type of person I am, the second somebody asks me, are you okay? Or do something like that, that I'm all, I'm like, I, I fall apart. Understand that if you ever catch me crying, I am holding it. I, that right there is probably the, the little bit that, that I'm allowing to come out. But mm-hmm. you acknowledge it, then it's, oh, we, it's, it's, I'm about to fall well, apart. Right. So they just let me it's, it's, do me. It's not healthy to keep it. Keep it's it not. In. It's, it's not. not. You know, yeah. me and we keep it in. We, you know, our shoulders is heavy, but it's not healthy to keep it in. You got to let it out. Show right there. You, yeah. We probably gonna talk about something like that on one of Dre's shows too. But that's uh, a whole another. But I mean, it's it's, it's bad yeah, energy. Yeah, but you're right though. Yeah, you got to let it out. Let and it then out. I'm yeah. I'm I'm glad you have. Everybody don't have a a place they can go. It's joy. It, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Situations as dark as that, yeah. you may just be in a corner in that dark place and you just keep it. Yeah, yeah. But you have a place that family that's around you that love you. Good support system. Support yeah, system yeah. that's joy. And then she mm-hmm. she make she make she make videos. They in there doing something <laughs> yeah. or I don't know. Just <laughs> it's they got stories going on. Mm-hmm. She got you know she always posting stuff up. So that was um I'm glad that's there for you. That yeah, support for sure. system. And you know and and a wise a wise man told told me that your organs they'll reap what the tears can't shed. So, mm. you know, I said, mm. um, I said, well, dang, that's a good one. That's a good one. You know, we 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 got all of this stuff that we fighting with, you know, internal illness, sickness, you know, mm-hmm. blood pressure, diabetes, just stuff that we holding on to and that we right. battling and we, you know, thinking that, you know, it's we need medication and we need all these things. Right. But if we just allow ourselves to just release, mm-hmm. and like you said, to let go of that negative energy. I mean, it's a reason we got tears, I guess. You know, it's, there, there, there's a reason. God didn't give us tears for nothing. Hey. Right. You know. Being a black man in America, you're going you, you gonna to look angry some of the time. So let me ask you this. How is the niece and in, in the, the, she got two boys, she had two, a boy and a girl? Boy and a girl, How yeah. How are they doing? Yeah, so, you know, kids are resilient. You know, I mean... Shockingly, so we I find what are their age group? Yeah, so we got a um, one entering high school, so yep, fifteen, and then we have um, the baby who she's the girl, and she's uh, seven. Okay. So you know we got the um, so we we, we got somebody kind of going through the the older son. He's going through mm-hmm. adolescence, and 
That's all. That's tough whether you got your mom or right. not, you know. Right. How's that? My kids' ages, so yeah. I understand, yeah. How's he doing? Yeah, so I would say in, in terms of the two, they he's probably, I would say, you know, he knew her the longest, you know, and mm-hmm. so it, he, um, so, you know, he, he's, he, he, I would say it, it, it stick, it, you could see it on him, I guess, a little mm-hmm. bit more. Mm-hmm. They both present very strong, though. They both present very strong to the point where, you know, I do know, um, you know, I have some of my, some of my, um, my, actually my brother, my brother, he said, you know, he couldn't even bring himself to have a conversation with the kids because right. he felt like he was going to break down. Right. And right. I, you know, I and I so, I mean, they, the way they present, it's like, no, you should reach out to them. Like low key, they kind of, they probably stronger than you. They might like right. pat you on the back a little bit, you right. know, but just, you know, the, the, just to see them continue to move forward. There are some times, you know, they are they're in therapy. Thankfully, mm-hmm. their dad, you know, is an advocate for therapy. Okay, good. So they're going through the process of that, and they're just understanding the grieving process and just allowing themselves to have those moments. But, you know, um, but my niece, you know, she said, um, she, you know, mentioned things like, why does everybody else have a mom and I don't? Mm. You know, things like that. Or... Um, she'll, age. she's at that age, you know, or, 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 or different, you know, spiritual things, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, I think I saw my mom as an angel today in the, um, at the playground mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, you know, they, they, they are, you know, like I said, very much so embracing. They're not saying, oh no, you know, they're, they're not, they're not discrediting what she feels like she sees, right. you know, but, um, but you know, just, just, just seeing the, the spiritual connection now, you know, you know, everybody always says they're not gone. They're always with you, mm-hmm. but and, you know, and, and that was more to me prior to me experiencing such a close death. I felt like that was cliche, you know, mm-hmm. like that's what you say to make somebody feel better. They're always here, they're, you know, you know, mm-hmm. they're not gone. They're, they're right with you. But I know for a fact I have had several experiences mm-hmm. where I'm like, I'm, I'm straight up talking to her like, OK, OK, like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I see you. Um, but there was one that was that was low key crazy. My. um. They, yeah, my, my niece and nephew and um, my brother-in-law, he'd always be my brother-in-law. Uh, they, they still live out in, in um, they still live in Maryland. They still live in the DMV area. And so uh, it was recently, it was close to, I want to say my sister's, it was either her birth date or it was her death date. It was something mm-hmm. like that that was significant to her. But they had opened up the door and a bird flew in. Mm-hmm. Now, a bird flo- flies in, everybody like, oh my God, it's going crazy, you know, in the living room. But y'all, this bird, it flew, and why are they all going crazy recording? It flew to the top of um, this shelf where my sister's picture is, mm. and it sat there. I was like, okay, that gave me chills. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that gave me chills. Mm-hmm. So just kind of seeing, like, okay, well, she's still here. You yeah. know, it, 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 it does help you get through the days a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I, look, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in, some things you don't believe until it happens to you. Mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer in that because not going into it right now, but I had an instance like that that, bro, I ain't gonna lie, I cried. I cried like a little schoolgirl because of who it was, what they meant to me, and just figuring out, like you said, sometimes it's like around events like that because talking to somebody else in family, they literally had the exact same experience, the exact same day and more or less time frame and from what they meant to, to that person too. And it was like, Really? So literally, we had a moment on the phone together too, because it was like, wow. Because you always say, like, you know, hey, this, that, and the third. Tell you, you know, tell your ancestors or your people to have, right. you know, when you have little kids, like, hey, watch over the babies, blah, blah, blah. But 
you're not just saying it, and it's a lot, and it's probably even more stuff that's happened that we don't really pay attention to. That that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Grandma telling you don't do something because mm-hmm. something fall out of nowhere, and you mm-hmm. like this house haunted. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Yeah, no, I ain't really that the house haunted. It's that grandma trying to yeah. tell you, look, yeah. boy, you better not mess up my so and so recipe mm-hmm. or putting mm-hmm. that sugar in the grits or whatever it is. But yeah, man, my daughter. <laughs> so my my father passed. He might have been past five or six years. My daughter, she be like, I miss Papa. She would just say it. But mm-hmm. then she would say some random thing that only he would say. Mm-hmm. There's no way that she knew that he used to say that. Mm-hmm. And me and my mom, my mom, <laughs> my mom's skittish. When she sees stuff like that, like with the bird, she 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 be out like time to go. Like she mm-hmm. <laughs> like she Oh, 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 no, I gotta go. So she heard my right. my daughter say it. She's like, she knows she said what Papa used to say. I was like, no, I ain't here. She's like, yeah, I gotta go. She just, she just, she just, she just skittish like that, cause you know we, our background, like my aunt was the, uh, the uh, what you wanna call her, Auntie Faye. Mm-hmm. Stayed in the house, creepy house. Mm. She played, you know, had the cards. That's how she made the living. So she was, she was a tarot card reader. Okay. She was like old, okay. ancient. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Old Louisa, Mississippi. She, she old okay. that okay. Mississippi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All like, uh-huh. hey, when y'all go tarot, I know how they Don't get. leave me over here with Auntie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not staying in this house. Auntie low key reading you without you even right. knowing. Right. She comes yeah, down yeah, this yeah. table. They, you know, she was like that. You know what I'm saying? So my mom's like, oh. You know, your baby touched, or we got to touch. Like, cause mm-hmm. she would just say something off the wall, like my dad would say, and then it would be like, it's no way she knew that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, see, them kids be knowing. And she'd be mm-hmm. in the room talking to herself mm-hmm. or having fun, just laughing and giggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna leave you alone in there. <laughs> Whoever it is, I hope you're good people. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna leave you alone in there. So they be knowing, man. They 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 be knowing. They do. Them kids be knowing. But also, so where where is the investigation at right now? Yeah, so the investigation, you know, we, um, you know, like I said, the police, I don't feel like they have really done enough. Um, You know, we have had countless calls, countless text messaging, you know, with no responses. Um, My mother and I, we even flew out to D.C. um, and just walked up in the precinct. Mm -hmm. They didn't even come down to acknowledge our presence. They told us they'd call us the next day. We were flying out the next day. Um, And I still didn't receive a call the next day either, by the way. Uh, so, you know, um, so we, we have that. Um, the lieutenant got involved and he mentioned that he was very much so apologetic of the uh, lack of communication. Um, I spoke with them both last week, or excuse me, just a few days ago um, for the first time, you know, this year. Mm-hmm. And they told me that, um, number one, unfortunately, the caseload is heavy and that, you know, they just received four cases in, um, that day. And, um, you know, and so how it works is the, um, the fresher the case, I guess the, you know, the more, um, attention it gets, gets, right. And then the other, you know, other cases kind of get, um, lower on the totem pole Cold cases. And so, you know, I said, well, you know, I, I, I know we're, you know, we're very much so, you know, we understand that they live in a huge, you know, mm-hmm. um, huge, you know, metropolitan area that is, you know, is an urban area that's, you know, you're going to have a lot more, you know, um, traffic, you know, in, mm-hmm. you know, with that. But, you know, I just don't want my sister's case just to be discarded. Exactly. So I'm, I'm going to still, I'm going to be calling. So, I mean, it's like, y'all, y'all, if y'all just want to hear me call every week or y'all want me to keep showing up on social media saying right. that y'all not, y'all still not answering the phone, you right. know, it's like, if y'all want me to shut up, all y'all got to do is just, let's just, let's get to work. And I don't have right. unrealistic, unrealistic expectations. I understand stuff takes time. 
You know, I just want to see that it's that it's actually moving. Right. I did receive one positive piece of news, um, and the positive piece of news that I got this past week was that they did have a positive identity uh, identification on some prints that were in the car, so now they know mm. who it is. They, you know, obviously wouldn't let us know that information, nor would I, right. you know, push to ask because, right. you know, again, that's not my business. I want y'all to find a person. Right. But, um. You know, I, I just, you know, I, I was still, I still said something about the fact that it took an entire year to even get positive right. ID right. on the prints, number one. I don't, right. that, you know, it seems like they just had to hurry up and get a, get an answer for me so that they had something to present at the phone call. But, um, but after that, it was nothing else. They really didn't have anybody else, you know, have anything else to say outside of the fact that now they know who they're looking for. And now that they've um, put all of the things in the system so that if they get stopped or if they run into any type of issue with the law, then, you know, they'll be brought in for questioning. You know, um, what I told them is that, you know, from this point going forward, you know, I want to make sure that we are making our monthly meetings and having these conversations. Um, and so the next one, I, you know, like I mentioned earlier, my, my expectation for the next meeting is that we would have had some movement in that Cash App report to understand what that Cash App report said. But, you know, here I am in Michigan, no law degree, right. no... Right. Um, no law enforcement training. You can figure some of this stuff out on your own. Hell, I work in t-shirts. You know, right. I mean, and why am I, you know, I, why am I sitting there uh, creating the logistics? You know, this is what right. the meeting agenda is going to be. Right. And, you know, it, it, that right. right there, some of these things, y'all, to me, it just seems like, you know, um, you know, and I, and I said, I said it earlier in jest and I said it, you know, um, in more of a, um, sarcastic way to the detective also but i'm like jeesh the movies yeah yeah we would have thought that um you know based on the movies this thing would have been open and shut you know and um you understand that we don't live in a movie but still you know it's like well all of these facts like it just doesn't seem like i should be doing the type of work that i've been doing right. and that's his job so do you think if you wouldn't if you wouldn't have been on it like you were that had been just uh, kicked under the rug oh absolutely Oh, without question. Not only kicked under the rug, um, it would it would have just sat there with 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 nothing because I I just think that it's now that they are actually realizing the fact that um, this is not just somebody that's th these are not people that are just gonna go away. Right. Um. The my 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 social media crew, my folks. I got to figure out a name to call them because they just been riding with me so tough. They've been blowing up the D.C. police departments, calling. What's up with Caleb Barfield's case? Um, can we get an update? Has there been any movement? Uh, and, you know, not that they're necessarily, I don't believe that they're necessarily expecting an answer because they can't give answers to non-family members. But the fact that now they're like, okay, wait a minute, who is this Caleb Barfield? Like, why is they're everybody not letting on this go. They, They're right. not letting us go. We better get this off our case. Otherwise. Well, somebody, seen a good thing, well, <laughs> social media, somebody that see to pick it up. I'll be like, oh, I might be, I might better use this, like you said, as an avenue strategically to up my presence in DC or up my, you know what I'm saying? Use, use it, it. Mm -hmm. use, use it. it, use it. This is right. this 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 is gold. Use this for you know, um, for career advancement. Use this for you know, social media influencers mm -hmm. as um as the next hot story that's gonna go viral. Mm -hmm. Whatever it takes to get the story out, to get right. the right eyes on it. You know, I mean, that's how um, some of these other big, big cases, how they've right. gotten brought to, right. you know, to our awareness. Wasn't right. that it just happened the day before these families, they got up and they just start talking. Right. right. So also, and we about to uh, wrap it up. Hey, man. You, and before we do, I'm just saying, like you said, putting it in. If it was me, man, I'd have been leaving detective by now. You'd have had it. Okay. 
Hey man, look, especially what you said, they, they got the prince. Okay. Hey, look, we about to go pick him up tomorrow. Yeah, uh, ain't okay. got to worry about like that. Like you said, you in DC. Come on, I'm gonna call in a favor or somebody at <laughs> whatever that next step is defense. Like, hey man, yeah. run this. Who is this? Yeah. Oh, that's such such. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I, hey, we got this in the bag. Right. I might need a backup mm-hmm. or two. Send some homies. Send some of your right. your partners that's sitting there. Back me up and go right. grab this dude or grab these people. Right. But um, you created. A so tell you created a go was it a GoFundMe yeah. or something so put that out there so we can have it and they can know because I'm a po- I'm a post it with the content on YouTube and everything I do with it right. so they'll know. And I appreciate that. Yeah. So um, we created a Justice for Kayla uh, GoFundMe page, and the reason behind the GoFundMe is to um, to seek out a private detective uh, to right. try to. Um, do some of the deeper digging that, you know, the police aren't doing, maybe tap into some old surveillance that maybe mm-hmm. the police won't go into because it's too time consuming. Um, and, you know, any type of overage that we receive um, outside of the cost that it would cost, that it would take in order to pay the private detective, the, the plan is to create a foundation that would give back to kids that have lost their uh, parents tragically okay. at an early age. So, um, you know, the intention is to have my sister's uh, legacy not be defined by such a traumatic event, right. but to actually turn it into something where, um, you know, where it's going to actually just pour into people's lives, change people's lives for the better. And everybody, you know, um, ultimately will know my sister's name. Flipping a negative to a positive. That's Got a great it. Thing. So now, is this information on, um, what's, is it on your website, the business website? So it isn't. Right now, um, really, the, the main information, the GoFundMe is uh, under Justice for Kayla. Uh, and the um, all of the just updates, just getting more updates, more information. Um, right now, I don't have a hub, you know, in terms of a website to just post that. That's a good idea. But, um, but right now, if you follow me on my um, social media platforms, especially my TikTok, I'm a little bit more active there with my uh, updates. But on my TikTok, it's my name, Jana McDougal. My Instagram is Jana McDougal. And I still and I even post on the Printheads uh, page, uh, my business page, occasionally with updates and uh, more information. But if you're interested in just following the story and just getting more information and just seeing how things are progressing along, um, just just follow us there. And, um, you know, but my job is now that everybody is so invested in the story, my job is now not to just keep the information to myself you know, is to share um, share what's happening, you know, my grieving process in hopes that, you know, me living transparently can help somebody else also. Five minutes. Um, so I'm, I'm glad you were, I appreciate that you coming on the show. Like I said, I was trying to get you on. You was, you was on my list to come on regardless of this situation just because, like I said, I admired your hustle and everything you're doing with the print heads. Like the print heads would be like an official um, this this episode was presented to you <laughs> by the print heads. <laughs> so if you need some gear and swag uh, created and printed up, definitely go see them. Um, but like I said, I admired the hustle. And then all this happened. I was like, look, I want to tell this story. I want this to be on here. So I'm, I appreciate right. you making time for us to come yeah, on. Um, and then like fitness in your busy schedule on mm-hmm. Sunday. You know what I'm saying? I know I ain't a family. She got kids, husband, and you know, I I was gone all yesterday. Wifey probably gonna be in my head today. I may be gone too before she go to work. Um, but it is what it is. She 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 got my back, so we all good. Um, like I said, um, but all your information, please give it to me. I didn't even know you had the other Instagram. I just followed the print heads. Um, so get that to me so I can post it. 
put it on the Facebook, put it on the um the gram, TikTok, all that. Um, they repost it. So we all try to, you know, mm-hmm. repost all our stuff so more people see it and hopefully we get some more traction. And then we'll talk to you after the show about some, some things we knew or, you know, some some other stuff. Um so that's it from us, man. Look, game recognize game. We recognize you, so please recognize us. And we out.